You're listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Baravales. Your one stop for what it is in the NBA today. Welcome again to another edition of the Talking True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Paravalos. And we're here to talk more NBA news for the young 27-2018 season. We've got issues in Cleveland, more crap that follows with the New York Knicks and the NBA commission, former NBA commissioner David Stern is going along with NBA players smoking weed during the season. Nick, you ready to get into this? Let's do it. So we're going to start with the Cavs right off the bat. They've been sucking. Real bad. Yeah, they've been. Real bad. They stink! They lost to the New York Knicks yesterday. The New Orleans Pelicans, who is kind of a formidable opponent opponent now with... Um, Boogie and Davis. Boogie and Davis, yeah. Um, the Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic. So this has caused serious concern with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Looking at how they're ranking in the bottom half, real low in the half of... Uh, defensive efficiency, 25th in points allowed, allowing 110.1 points per game. Um, just some serious defensive struggles in their middle of the pack when it comes to scoring per game. They're 13th overall uh, with 104.7 points per game. So they're kind of, you know, it's off to a slow start for the Cavs. We don't, you know, they've had defensive issues last year and they've continuing those and they're looking to have they have a deeper roster now but they just they just can't get it together so far yeah i mean if you listen to the power rankings podcast i did mention that there will be some growing pains with cleveland because they have so many new players and so many actually superstars that are like not used to sharing the ball probably as much as they should now they have Dwayne wade coming off the bench yeah right so they, they they're just a team that's trying to learn. I would, you know, when Miami came together with their the the original big three of Love, Bosh, and Wade, they didn't really start off that. Love, Bosh, and Wade. You mean? Lo- oh, LeBron, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron, My Wade, My LeBron, fault. Wade, and Bosh. Yeah, it's been that type of day, Rob. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so go on with that original big three of James, Wade, Bosh. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Yeah. They didn't start off that hot. Yeah. So we got to see what what Cleveland has in store. I did watch. I did watch part of the Nets game. Yeah. Nets versus Cleveland. Yeah. And, you know, it came down to free throws at the end with LeBron missed. Yeah. He missed two free throws. (laughs) Nothing better. (laughs) They're there, but they just got to finish probably better than they've been doing right now, obviously. And I I will say that I could see them making a couple trades. Yeah, I like could. Shumpert's def- probably going to get traded. Now we have to keep in mind that they don't have Isaiah Thomas, but he's not going to help much with their defense. Yeah, That's no, just, he's not helping at all. He's not helping with their defense. So if you look at them, sh- just overall, they don't really have good defenders outside of LeBron James and Tristan Thompson, who's really not the best defender. You know, when it comes to guarding big men. I mean, Jay Crowder could guard. Jay Crowder, I like but Jay Crowder. they they downgraded him now to the bench. They had him as a starter, and now they're kind of pushing him. Jeff Green's along with yeah, they're really deep, but they just haven't been able to mesh correctly. I think it's you know, along with them being the second best team, it looked at in the whole NBA with LeBron and the whole you know Cleveland versus Golden State and how that's all going to go. Um, but it is cause for concern if they really want to continue, especially for the franchise, that they're like, all right, we got to put out a competitive product that'll make LeBron say, oh, I want to stay in the offseason and we want to compete for a championship or else they're going to get smoked by Golden State. But Golden State has been struggling too. Yeah, they have their, I think they have their finals hangover. Yeah. You know, but um, 
even LeBron said, he's like, I don't think that Brooklyn Nets pick's going to be that bad. Yeah. So so LeBron's probably halfway out the door. In my yeah, I, yeah, exactly. So LeBron, but he'll he'll never sell out. He'll he'll compete every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely he will compete. But LeBron is kind of you know put he he's a very smart individual and he's kind of putting the pieces together and seeing you know maybe it's not my you know time and place and Cle- Cleveland may be over you know looking at but they have a really good roster it's just they can't play defense it looked at as the second best team to finish so far in 25th in points allowed that's terrible you can't yep. have that being a competitive team um, and they lost to the New York Knicks that's yesterday bad. on that's on bad. Sunday that is really bad so transitioning to the Knicks before they had that what maybe I say it is fake news of a phony win for the New York Knicks because they always do this. They Which start one, beating Cleveland, or beating the Nets? Cleveland, and the Nets. It's just like they they start the season off so good, but once it gets to January, they suck and they can't play competitive basketball. Once you know it, it it ramps up with the amount of the pressure's on the amount. Yeah, once the pressure gets up, like KP is balling out. I'll give him that. He's scoring like thirty points a game. He's looking like an MVP um, contender. You know, if you can even say that through four or five games, but. The thing that just shows me that they're still the Knicks is this um, little spat they had in the media after I believe they lost to the Celtics. Um, so Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, Courtney Lee. Hardaway came out and said after their loss to Boston, which was absolutely embarrassing, he came out and said, we're all out there just running like we don't know what's going on. Courtney Lee says some of the guys don't even know the plays and they need to pay more attention in practice. First of all, those two guys should not even talk about being just they should just keep their mouths closed because those two end of it like Gold, Tim Hardaway Jr. He played really well yesterday against Golden State. He put up like 34 points. Courtney Lee's been playing well as of late from the past two games with against the Nets and, and the Cavs. But I just know knowing from that demeanor that they have with the players within that franchise, just the culture. It's just it's just no, it's not going to work out. They're they're going to win a couple games. They're going to stay above five. Maybe you know they'll get three, four games above five hundred. The Knicks fans will start getting excited. But I'm already preparing myself. They're going to suck. They're just it's all going to go downhill. It's all going to. I just don't trust it. Well, Lee and Hardaway are both, in my opinion, I guess the Knicks. Not Hardaway, but Lee's the veteran. Now yeah. in the locker room, right? Yeah. So I guess he's trying to call on his teammates, trying to yeah, rally I them could... after a tough loss. He's trying to get them going. Yeah, exactly. But, but which it, say which that, it did. So yeah. I'll give him that. But to say that you know people need to pay more attention in practice, like you don't want to you don't want to call people out like that. Keep it within house. Yeah, exactly. Keep it in the house. It, it, yeah, exactly. And and it's just the same rhetoric with the team of dysfunction coming from James Dolan down to the bottom. It's just it, it's the same thing. As long as he's the owner, they're just gonna continue to just have these just mind boggling, you know, incidents within the media and what they say. It's just crazy. And it's just you know, it's too bad because looking at the garden and like just the history within the franchise Excluding the past 18 years with, you know, a couple playoff experiences, um, um, appearances, you know, it's it, it's just like, literally, I look at them for the past, like, 18 years as they've just been taking a dump in the garden. And it's just like, it's like taking a dump in the Vatican. But you guys don't look yourself in the eye and in the mirror and be like... Why am I still going to these games? Knicks fans still I, go to games I went to when one, they suck. I went to one game last year against Indiana, and it was a dope game. Melo scored like 35. That was early in the, the year, though. Exactly. But then, so, it, like, no, was, stupid Knicks fans will go during, like, they'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go still pay money. And that's why Dolan won't sell the exactly. team. Exactly. That's exactly. why Dolan won't sell the team. So it's it, it's too bad, you know, 
that they. It's also it's a lot of business with the Knicks and yeah, they're you know they're in New York. They're gonna make money. They're gonna you know they're gonna be like able to put some give people put tickets some and stuff. But exactly. still, like it's sold out every night. Yeah, and they suck. And that, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's just continue. It's gonna continue. You know, they're playing well in their last. They got their past two wins. They didn't even win in the preseason, so they got their first two wins of the uh, of the whole season. Um, but don't expect this team. You know, as of now, it'll be a pleasant surprise if they somehow by January and February are playing, you know, competitive basketball and are in the playoff picture. But I highly doubt it, knowing yeah, that the it. history of this franchise and what they've done in the past years. Um, but they, they're gonna bring you in, and then and they're, they're gonna let you down. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what they. That's what they do. That's what those that's teams do. What man. they do. All right. So moving on to one of the more interesting stories, looking at former NBA commissioner David Stern. He believes that the league should ba- uh, back off from. Uh, their marijuana restrictions. Stay off the weed. Um, he said this while doing a um, interview with Al Harrington for his uh, piece on uh, Uninterrupted called "The Concept of Cannabis." Um, Al Harrington is a uh, he he's now like a, a weed farmer, and he just you know does that for himself because he wow. while he was in Denver, uh, which is kind of funny that he's in Denver, yeah. and he he was approached by um, a. Uh, doctor, not a team doctor, doctor outside that uh, he had like knee problems and he uh, was having, he didn't want to take painkillers anymore. So she provided him with some, um, I don't know what kind of medical Medical marijuana. marijuana. Yeah. Well, some kind of medical marijuana that was not traceable by the NBA's drug test. So he's able to do that forever. Just think about, just think about all those players and probably Mello is taking some, getting a little bit of that freaking JR. Uh, that whole Denver team, which is kind of funny, but David Stern came out and said, um, you know, they should they should uh, loosen up on the restrictions and they should probably think about doing that. I mean, it does make sense, you know, that you wouldn't want painkiller. It is more, um, it is safer for your body than to painkillers, right? Than painkillers, yeah, exactly. So I, the whole thing, even with like the NFL and the NBA, for them to, you know, ha- be, you know, so put such restrictions on these guys for smoking and stuff it's just it's so stupid well, it well, really is i think the real the real topic here is that david stern's coming out and saying yeah this. no that is like it's like dude shut up like <laughs> david stern people booed this man yeah for everything he did i don't he's yeah no, he wasn't as bad as goodell but david yeah. stern was one of the most hated people hated commit hated commissioner hated commish. when he was announcing draft picks it would be the it would, it be, would a be a boo every time yeah to boo david to boo david stern but now he's coming out and he wants to like i guess be on the player's side like oh let's legalize like, marijuana, marijuana yeah. it's use like in the it's NBA, like yeah from this and that like come on well looking at it it's like David, why didn't you, why weren't you saying this while you were commissioner? Exactly. You know, under the microscope. You know, he kind of puts Adam Silver in a weird position. He's like, oh, the former guy saying this. What am I? And Adam Silver already has to deal with the whole, you know, uh, the resting situation and all this other crap that's going on. And Adam Silver is he's a players commissioner. Though. He's a players commissioner. He will go out on the line and fight for. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be. Su- I wouldn't. So it, it'll probably get legalized eventually. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it does. You know, I think it should. Looking at you know the scope of the NBA and how many people support it and, you know, the NFL. And I really don't see an issue with it if it helps these guys get through their injuries and what what have you easier than, you know, taking these painkillers and these drugs that, you know, may harm their body in the future, you know, more than what marijuana would do. So it, it does make sense, but it's just like David Stern. Why are you saying this now instead of saying it when you were commissioner? It's a little... 
it's a little for gazy. Exactly. It's just like, I, I don't know, dude. It's just, you know, why weren't you saying this later? But uh, moving on to one of the um, kind of weird, another weird kind of topic going on uh, within the NBA for the past week. Um, J.R. Smith versus Stephen A. Smith of ESPN going at it at each other um, after J.R. Uh, Stephen A. was kind of ripping J.R. for wearing a hoodie on the bench. And he said... Um, this was one of uh, Stephen A. Smith's quotes. In game one, when they played against Boston, Jr. was sitting on that bench in the fourth quarter with a hoodie on. I don't know why the hell Nike made those damn uniforms that have hoods attached to, attached to it, by the way. Uh, you got a lot of those white folks in the audience that's going to ask, uh, going to think this is a Trayvon Martin being revisited. And I'm not joking about it. The bench is no place for someone to be wearing hoodies. And then Jr. said, "This man's always reaching. What does it? What does me wearing my hoodie on the bench have anything to do with reminding white people of Trayvon?" Um, then Jr. These are. This is from his Twitter. Stephen A. said that on his uh, his show first take. And then Jr. said, "One, they shouldn't forget about him. And two, how how does me out of all 450 NBA players?" Uh, like, seriously, keep my name out your mouth. So, I mean, I'm on JR's side for this. It's like, Stephen A., why are you ripping him for having a hoodie on? It's like, if he wants to promote a cause like he is, like how he's saying with the Trayvon Martin thing, it's like, let him do it, you know, and then you're going to go out and rip, you know, Nike for making hoodies. It's like, you're just, you're finding some, you're you're just, he, JR's right, he's reaching with this. It's just not. This is why ESPN ratings are going down. <laughs> yeah. People like Stephen A. Smith are literally just saying nonsense. Yeah. I never crossed my mind that's what the hoodie exactly thing. i felt like the hoodies that nike made it was because it was dope honestly i, think, I was like yo well first they want to stand out from the the previous uh yeah nba sponsor of the, adidas adidas yeah so that's a difference in there mellow's hoodie thing was insane hoodie mellow hoodie, hoodie, hoodie mellow, mellow exactly. was insane over the summer so Stephen a to... Stephen a wasn't saying anything about that exactly and then three i think nike's nike's marketing tactic is if people see them wearing a, like a hoodie on the sideline instead of a t-shirt it will <laughs> yeah. it will sell more so that, that's all i have to say and uh, back to stephen a smith i think stephen a smith should just shut up in my opinion and not rip on jr smith yeah. jr smith's just like you know he's ball. not he's trying to play ball yeah exactly. they don't even think about that when yeah. they sit on the bench he's you know he may be saying that message just you know to kind of shove that in stephen a's face but i highly doubt it. i think he really does you know want to promote that change you know they uh cleveland or not cleveland lebron when he was with miami they had that picture with when the trayvon martin thing happened you know there's no reason for Stephen a to rip on the guy for wearing a hoodie it's like you know he he's always bringing up race with you know his talk within first take and he's just bringing this up and it's it's just nonsense talk and you're right it's why espn's having a little struggle with their ratings because everybody's sick of what he's saying exactly he's, they're it's, saying it's, they're, it's, so they're finally they're finally seeing you know that they're just talking about nonsense and it just doesn't make any sense for you you know to continue with this and then jr jr had another funny one of his last tweet saying the show's been trashed and skip left anyway and that was his last <laughs> that was his sign off that's a that's mic all, drop that's a mic drop right there so i mean i'm on jr's side you're on jr's Same. side it's just it's it, you know, Stephen A's reaching too much. He usually does with his hot takes now. They're just trying to make news out of nothing. And then he came out today, you know, defending himself. It's just like, no, stop. Just, you're reaching. Just 
you're making something out of nothing. It doesn't need to be continued to be talked about. So we'll lay that there. Um, and then some bigger news for Philadelphia 76ers and kind of the rookie scope of the NBA. Markel Fultz has an injury um, and it is now a shoulder injury with a out for three weeks. It's a scalpular muscle imbalance in his right shoulder. Um, and they're saying, you know, everyone was like looking at the videos of him with the weird free throw shooting and just how he, how ugly it looked. Um, it was actually because he was hurting in his shoulder and that's why he was shooting the free throw. So, you know, Fultz being the number one pick and being the highly touted guy um, out of the draft, it's going to, you know, Ben Simmons has been balling, but for the Sixers, it's like, you know, how's this, how's this going to affect them? Yeah. So are we, are we like surprised that a 76ers rookie got hurt? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's the, all I have to the, say. Yeah, he's the, gonna get hurt. He's yeah, gonna come back. Yeah, the Sixers are kind of just like, um, you know, they have T.J. McConnell to fill in, but it's like Ben Simmons and Joel are still there. They they they're just injury prone players out there in Philly. Do they have, everyone do they have that Jared Bayless still or no? Yeah, they still have Jared Bayless. So I don't, okay. you know, the whole deal with them. You well, know, Simmons could be the primary ball handler. Yeah, he, he already is. That's all he needs. And so then he's got J.J. Redick. They they just have the point guard label. So it's not yeah. like Fultz being out for three weeks isn't going to be a big deal. They could still win games. You know, It's not like Fultz is going to give them an extra 10, 15 games because he's on the court. You know, He played okay while he was there. You know, He's kind of horrendous with the rookie free throw shooting. So Yeah, exactly, a rookie. So he, Growing pains. Growing pains. So, you know, might as well get him healthy for the Sixers. Keep him, keep him stashed away for a little bit until he's fully healthy. And I really think they, if it, you know, the whole three weeks label, they should watch out, you know, because if you know they bring him back too quick and he the the shoulder gets worse, if you gotta examine it now and kind of see where he where he's at, don't allow him to play and get further, you know, injured, you know, like. Uh, shoving Ben Simmons out like they did in the summer league while he was injured and they kind of just wanted to show him off. It's just kind of, you know, you don't want to just shove him out there. Yeah, that's 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 all I have to say about it. Uh, yeah, so, Fultz, Fultz, so don't is, send them out there. Yeah, don't send yeah, don't send them out there. So, we got some more uh some top fantasy pickups if Nick wants to go on and give you those I'm for ready. the week. I'm ready. The players you drafted sucked, huh? Well, here are some options that can fill the holes in your lineup from Rob and Nick. So, uh Tyreek Evans is our uh, number one pickup of the week in Memphis with uh, 12.3 points and 5.7 rebounds, 2.2 assists. He uh, looks to be Tyreek is balling slasher that he's slasher. Been, yeah, he's been in his uh, when he was at his top game. So in Sacramento, in yeah. Sacramento, exactly. His well, I mean, he had that rookie year, 20 points per game that everybody's like yeah, he's playing fascinated insane. with for him to wait to get back to. Yep. Number two, we have a. Uh, Inchuan, Ichuan, more. You know, Pelicans need shooters, and he could be one of those guys. And he's a good pickup to have. And may I add, he he, he has um, in Yahoo leagues. I'm not sure about ESPN. He has a point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. Oh, that's um, very, very useful. Very useful. So you can kind of switch him in and out there for um, for your lineup to kind of stick in there. So, um, and then number three, we got uh, Jarrett Jack. He's averaging 4.7 points, 4 rebounds, 5.3 assists for the New York Knickerbockers. Um, You know, you should kind of, like, look out for him because 
you don't know because they had Ramon Sessions starting at point guard, and then they now have Jarrett Jack and Neil Aquino may come up. Uh, they're rookies, so it's kind of like weird on that front, you know, of whether or not he's going to get playing time. But if you need him for like the week or a couple weeks, you know, he's looking to be the number one point guard there. So he is a good pickup for now. If you guys are in like daily leagues, definitely pick him up if you can get him for a, a one-time thing. He could get you a good amount of assists and uh, points. Uh, he's a he's a good uh, fire off fire off of the off the waiver wire to get in there. Spark your lineup. Um, and then we got, uh, I'm not too sure how to pronounce this guy's name, but he's been playing well. He's almost the double-double for his past couple games. Uh, Jacob Pol- Poltel? It's either Jacob or Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I don't Poltel know. Is Poltel? I don't know the exact pronunciation of his name, but he's been at, from Toronto. He's Big been man. averaging 9 points, 8.6 rebounds, and .6 assists. So he's not really doing much for you passing. Uh, but he's definitely a guy that you want to look, have on your radar um, for how he'll do out of Toronto. But that's kind of weird because they still have Sergi Baca and Valanchunas. Um, so he may be a bench guy. You could be that guy that, like Patrick Peterson was last year. Patrick Patterson. My fault. No, oh, what is it? Pat Pete. What? Pat Pete. Patrick Pat Peterson Pete. from Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Patrick that, My bad. You're, you're on the football. <laughs> I'm uh, on football ground yeah, right yeah. now. Um, um, yeah, but he's a, he's a good one to look at because he has been playing well as of late. So definitely keep him on your radar. And then our last guy we got, we mentioned him when talking about faults, TJ McConnell. He's been averaging 5.7 assists, 2.3 rebounds, and 4.7 assists um, so far. But look for him to increase those numbers with faults out. I have uh, one extra guy. This is one a, extra guy from This Nick. is an extra guy from me. Austin Rivers from the Clippers. I believe he is the must-add of the week. Must-add of, must of the week? Must-add of the week, yes. How come? Because uh, Tedovich is out. Yes. And but they Rivers do, is filling in. But they do have Patrick Beverly, Beverly and yeah. Lou Williams yeah, still but I, there. Lou Williams, I think, is going to come off the bench. Yeah, six-man. Okay. Six-man. Austin Rivers, you know, his father likes him. He's going to give him minutes. He's going to be the starting point guard like he did last year with Chris Paul down. Yeah. So... Well, you know, there were rumors that they that Doc Rivers liked his son so much that he didn't pull a tr- uh, pull the trigger on the Mellow trade for the Clippers because of he didn't want to put Austin Rivers in the trade with Mellow, and that's what pissed Chris Paul off. So and exactly, made him leave. so exactly, yeah, he's gonna that that is a that's a good take right there. If you Austin guys want to get the move. scoop up Austin Rivers, so that's where we'll leave you with the top fantasy picks. And for this podcast, we thank you very much for listening on YouTube and SoundCloud. Um, Definitely subscribe, comment, uh, share the podcast for sure. Want more people to hear talking true hoops, Nick? Yep. Uh, wishing everybody have a happy, uh, have a good week. And it's uh, we're recording on Halloween Eve, by the way. So we hope that everyone has a happy, happy, scary Halloween. So uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. This is the Talking True Hoops podcast. Robert Schlatter signing off, and Nick Caravalos. Thanks a lot. This has been NBA Talking True Hoops. Your stop for slam dunk basketball talk with Rob Schlatter and Nick Paravalos. Join us next time.